Hey, what up, Long Beach? Welcome back to the one and only Long Beach State Athletics podcast that features the one and only athletics director, Andy Fee. It is the LB Fee Show, hosted bi-weekly by the562.org, which is myself, J.J. Fiddler, and to my right. Mike Gardabasio, uh, always struggling to figure out if it's bi-weekly or semi-weekly, uh, but J.J. mentioned it. This is our partnership with Long Beach State. We love doing this podcast every two weeks, so you can hear directly from Andy Fee and some of the best coaches here at the beach. We'll be joined a little bit later on by women's basketball coach Jeff Kamen. But first off, Andy, welcome to your show. A little bit busy around here. We got a lot going on, gentlemen. Thanks for uh, making time, as always. A little recording note. We are recording this on a Friday. So you and I were just in UC, at UC Irvine for the uh, Big West Women's Soccer Conference Tournament semifinals. Uh, beautiful halftime sky, Unbelievable. by the way. Oh my Unbelievable. God. I, think that was, uh, I think that was highlight of the day other than the goal that was Dana Fujikuni slash Kayla Cannons. Uh, make sure you check out that that coverage at the562.org. But um, I, I wanted to nominate Andy for a Pulitzer and you for an Oscar for his Twitter photo and your video of the sky. It was just it actually like I think you, Andy tweeted a picture of the sky. We had the kids inside. You know, it's the Halloween hangover. So I was like, I saw it and I was like, oh, we better go outside. You know. <laughs> well, I know the Big West looked good, right? It did. Also tasted good. They had food, Andy. Unbelievable. I, <laughs> How about that spread? I had to ask two people if it was okay for me to get food because I am just not used to that. I, I walked up to Mark Edrington, and uh, he's a sports supervisor for women's soccer, and I, and I turned around and looked at this setup, and I was like, where am I right now? JJ's trying not to make eye contact with me because he knows I'm going to I'm gonna bust him up that if I'd known there was going to be dinner there, I probably would have been in Irvine. Oh, you would have drove. <laughs> I, I mean, would have got, gotten your car. Yeah, for sure. They were serving on, on China. You know, I mean, it was <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Real. I, uh, very impressive. Uh, can I also just, for the record again, I'm just going to keep saying this until it happens. Home sites. No, no one should have to drive to UC Irvine on a Thursday for that game. Uh, Davis fans weren't really there. Unfortunately, there weren't really a lot, a lot of Long Beach fans. That's a tough trip to make in the middle yeah. of the week. Four days before you play a championship. So if you are a member of that team, you've got to be in Irvine. No offense. So you would have for you, four days. Just yeah. to be. So you would have rather Irvine hosted their game, or you would have rather Long Beach State hosted. Their yeah, game you earned it. Seed. You're okay, the top okay. seed, okay. and then the two seed hosts the three seed. Right. We all know where the neutral site championship game is going to be on Sunday at the beginning of the year. We can all plan those trips. You Andy, know what I mean? But Andy's over there wincing at a, a world where they might be the three seed and Hawaii might be the two seed, and they have to get a Hawaii trip together in like three days. Right? That's fair. <laughs> That's. Fair. That's the, very that's true. The, yeah, that's, very the, true. Yeah, that's the downside of it. Get a Hawaii trip together in two days. <laughs> you, oh, hey, hey what? You, and me, you and me are down, <laughs> but we, we don't got to bring any kids with us. Twist some you know? arms, right? <laughs> uh, but here on campus, Andy, you guys have a massive weekend coming up. It is the 8th, 9th, and 10th of November. There's four big events, but let's start with the first one, which is the Hall of Fame induction on November 8th which Long Beach fans can't come to, correct? That's correct. They can purchase tickets. Uh, it's going to be a, a great night. I think we're going to have close to at least 300 people at, uh, at the event, the ceremony. And, uh, you know, it, it's great to, to look back at, you know, literally the greats of the beach and uh, get to kind of hear them talk about their experience and, and certainly honor them. We talked about it before. It's so cool that you're doing – People who were from the past, maybe, you know, been gone for a long time, There's coming back to campus. Lessons. Yeah. But then you've also got the people that are very recognizable from, you know, inside 10 years ago, Casper Ware, Nadia Link, yeah. where that, that youth can be represented as well, which I just think it's, it's the right way to do a Hall of Fame. 
I just think it gives you an energy. I mean, to me, For like sure. like when like when we wrote "Oh, Nadia Lynx going into the Hall of Fame," you know, like with all due respect to some of the legends of you know 30, 40 years ago, that's just like people remember those games. Like they remember them when they were students not that long ago and stuff. So I, I to me, I love celebrating that, especially at the collegiate level where. What are these people going to go on and do that's going to change their chances of getting into this Hall of Fame? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Nadia Link's going to be a Hall of Famer, so why wait 25 years to put her in? I think, yeah, I think it's great. You making the case for Ashley Gonzalez Hall of Fame 1919 <laughs> or 2019 just, uh, right now? You know, whenever the season ends, <laughs> right? have a bus ready to go and, you know, knock it out. <laughs> so that's on November 8th. Then you have to get a good night's sleep. That's right. You got to wake up on November 9th. That's a Friday. Women's basketball home opener. And also, men's basketball season opener on the road at number 20, UCLA. So how are you going to even do that? You know, I don't know. I'm going to have to make, make a little carbon copy of myself or something. <laughs> what was that movie with, like, Michael Keaton? Yeah. Like, Multiplicity. Multiplicity, I think. Let me be digging deep for you that one. You can just make a fat head, and J- JJ can drive it up to Westwood, or, you know, take it. I can take it to the pyramid for the basketball game for the women. That's good. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Uh, and then I need, I need to upgrade my shoes, though. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. I'm going to go as Andy Fee. I need to upgrade my kick game. November 10th, Saturday, the annual homecoming celebration here on campus. Walter Pyramid going to be jumping with a huge crowd. Uh, there's also going to be some other ceremonies going on, as well as the basketball game. Big night. Rangs. It's ring night. Yeah. It's ring night for the men's volleyball team, celebrating their national championship before their season gets going in a couple weeks. And then the Glenn McDonald jersey retirement ceremony. Is it just me? It feels like it's been a while since we put a jersey in the rafters at Walter Pyramid. It's been a number of years. I'm, I'm going to call four or five years, maybe, probably five years. So, uh, you know, we're due, and, and Glenn is uh, a great representative of, uh, of our program and, you know, his career working on campus and just retiring. It, it was time for him to, to get his due. Yeah, talk about a guy who just ingrained himself in the fabric of Long Beach State. I mean... Well, in the city at large, too, he's been such a mentor to so many of the people that played for him, either when he, you know, whichever team he was coaching for, they've stuck around in Long Beach and raised their kids in the community. But we see Glenn at high school basketball and volley matches, more or less, constantly. And I think he's told me, like, I don't even know how many of those kids that he's there for are his actual godchildren. But he's, like, he's always out there supporting the people that he coached, even if it was 20 years ago. It's awesome. So... Hall of Fame, Thursday, November 8th. Women's basketball home opener and Long Beach State men's basketball at UCLA, November 9th. And then we all come home for homecoming on November 10th. And we love that tradition. Uh, it's such an awesome thing, even though there is not a football program here to get that great November homecoming experience. We love that so much. Also want to throw a shout out, Sunday, November 11th, the Long Beach State women's basketball team will be hosting USC in the Pyramid. Uh, excited to get to see that game uh, for sure. So for all of those events, obviously you can find the information online, but just go old school and call the box office, right. 562-985-4949 for all of your Long Beach State ticket needs now, like I mentioned earlier, we're recording this on Thursday, so let's just talk about some individuals uh, who have had some success recently and not just as much teams. I mean, Long Beach Player of the Week is a good place to start. How about Joe Fryer? Men's golf finished fourth at the Stockton Pacific Invitational, helped the beach finish fifth, or excuse me, fourth as well. Fryer, 10 under for the tournament. Joe's an interesting kid. Golfers are different, man. <laughs> yeah, and he's really got an opportunity to to cement himself as one of the, the, the great golfers here at Long Beach State, and, and we have some absolutely fantastic alums. Uh, so he, he is well underway this year to doing something special. 
Uh, yeah, I believe he either tied or set the school record for top ten finishes, which was awesome. Uh, meanwhile, in the in the uh, talk about kids who are different kids going across country, freshman Tyler Spencer earned Big West Freshman of the Year honors with an eighth place finish at the Big West Championships. Uh, he led the men's team to a fifth place finish. Women's team finished in seventh, led by uh, Maureen Fitzsimmons. But we, you know, we've had Coach Winget on this show. I really love the program that he's building. You can see him starting to move up the standings. Uh, I mentioned it earlier, but I always want to shout out Long Beach State people when they're out in the community supporting uh, the kids as well. He brought Tyler and a bunch of the men's team to the Moore League Cross Country Championships on Wednesday to cheer for the Long Beach High School kids. And everywhere I was walking around, people were talking about one of two things. One, I wish they hadn't held this meet on Halloween. <laughs> two, it's amazing that these Long Beach State uh, athletes and coaches showed up to support these kids. And uh, I know that was I know that was uh, received very well by the community. I mentioned that to Coach Winget. Uh, but great to see him out there supporting. So let's go to women's volleyball. Haley Harwood, a few weeks ago, was it? No, it was last week. Yeah. Entered the Thousand Dig Club. Yep. I mean, much deserved. Uh, We're obviously very excited to see what Haley does in the spring on the beach as well. But Andy, when you show up uh, and become athletic director here, I know you did a lot of handshaking the first couple of weeks. We talked to you about how tired you kind of, how tired your wrist was literally getting. <laughs> but how great is it to meet a kid like Haley, where you can kind of tell immediately, you're like, okay, you're super talented, you're a great person, you know, you got a great personality, you're going to go out there and represent the school. She's got to be one of those people that's just sort of like, even if the team's not doing everything they want to do, you're just so happy to have her as part of the athletic department. Yeah, I mean, she is. I keep repeating myself, an unbelievable person. I mean, she's singing the national anthem and not only singing it, but sounding, you know, like she should be on uh, the voice or some something right. like that and she certainly <laughs> could be uh but she uh she really is all in here in terms of her love for this university and the program and, and watching her uh really shine in, in in very different positions in terms of what she was recruited as and, right. and she's played all over the court um you know that's not easy to do and she does it with a smile and she never uh, questions it. She she'll do whatever it takes to to help the team win. She's also a great uh, a great example for sticking it out. And even if you know, because a lot of I feel like in the modern era we talk about this all the time. If a kid shows up at a school and they're asked to play a position different than they were recruited to, maybe they maybe they check out. You know, maybe they sort of disconnect emotionally. And instead, she sort of leaned into it. And now when I talked to her when she came in as a freshman. Her whole goal was to be the national team libero, and now her goal is to go be a professional beach volleyball player because she did realize by playing at this level against some of the best teams in the country that, oh, I can I can jump and hit the ball, and I can certainly do it on the sand. So I think that's great. Obviously had some success on the AVP uh, over the summer as well. Let's move from the pyramid over to the Ken Lindgren Aquatic Center, men's water polo. Garrett Zahn extended his goal streak to eight consecutive games. For those of you who don't know much about water polo, for a kid who plays his position, that is very, very impressive. Yes. And then finally, men's basketball. It's not the season quite yet, but on an, in an exhibition last week, Long Beach State came back to beat Cal State Bakersfield 73-70. Ron Freeman, a junior transfer guard that a lot of people are going to get to know very quickly. Uh, and Jordan Roberts, going back to his hometown in Bakersfield. Both had really good games. Both scored in double digits. Robert actually had a double-double I am so excited for Jordan Roberts' season. I, he was so active in that black and gold scrimmage. You can just tell he's hungry, he's comfortable, uh, and we can all remember how talented we knew he was going to be You know that senior year when he came in. I mean, you were at the game, right? Yeah, he J-Rob has the potential to be a very special player in the Big West. Uh, he's got the size, he's got the skills, um, 
if he can, you know, continue to work really, really hard on the court and off of it, uh, you know, he, he can put himself in some pretty, you know, esteemed uh, uh, company. One of the stories that we've done recently with Long Beach Post is about men's basketball and women's basketball, kind of having a new look, new philosophies, some new faces around. So make sure you check out that story. And really for everything Long Beach State Athletics, you've got to get to the 562.org as we bring you the newsletter, videos, previews, recaps, photos, Twitter updates. I mean, I know it already happened, but like, for example, when there's a tournament going on and you can't get there because it's Thursday and it's Irvine, just look at us. We'll have the updates. Exactly. We'll have it for you. So make sure you visit <laughs> the562.org right now and help support local sports coverage. All right, we're going to welcome on our special guest, Long Beach State women's basketball coach, now in his second season of this, of this new era of beach basketball, Jeff Kama. Welcome What's to the show. Up? What's up? What's, What's up, man? How you doing? On? I'm doing great. You're feeling doing it great. right now. I am. I am. It's <laughs> You're like... Can't, we just can't wait for and I can't wait for next Friday. I, I hate having to talk to coaches right before the season starts because you guys, it's just like t- trying to trying to have a conversation with my kid <laughs> 10 minutes before he opens the Christmas presents. You know what I mean? No. It's just like bouncing off the walls right now. It's like, talk, it's like talking to somebody a week before their wedding. How's it going to go? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I have I don't hopes. Know. We've done, we've prepared all we could. Right. We're just going to roll the ball out there and see what happens. I have an idea of how it would go well and, and some worries about how it would not go well. <laughs> Well, I have that other one in the near future as well. So right. Yeah, oh, that's don't, right. don't bring me in before that one. <laughs> so when is that happening? Well, we're we're looking at probably December eighth. I think that's our you know our date. But we've it's my schedule's been so crazy just in the last year. And You're going in the middle of the season, man. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do something really small. <laughs> yeah, for really sure. Really small, right. just sure. us and our families, and then do something bigger later. But it's been. You know, we house and it's just crazy, man. But well, uh, it, congratulations in advance. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for sure. Uh, but what, uh, what, what, how are you guys feeling? How's the team going? I know you guys had the black and gold scrimmage. You got a chance to see the team in action Ooh, a little bit. Yes, but, a little uh, sloppy. Sorry, fans. <laughs> I know. I heard, I, 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 I heard, you know, the sloppy. locker room was a little bit loud after the scrimmage. <laughs> scrimmage is just supposed to be sloppy, coach. They should just call them inner squad sloppy. <laughs> But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But things have been great, man. Things have been great. Um, and not to, you know, just give a political cliche answer, but I, I, the feel and the energy every day from these young ladies has been amazing. I mean, we started, you know, in the spring with our returners and went full blown in the summer. All our returners came back and, you know, and then, you know, you go right into the fall. And, I mean, they've been here right. as a team for a long time. And normally you get the cabin fever and – you know, and you, but we're able to give them some breaks within within that time, and I just think we've grown closer and closer. I mean, the weight room was very important for our young, you know, our young kids, just because you know being able to get through a, a season and physically be able to compete. I think they saw as freshmen that it takes more than just. The, the skill set. You so. don't have to talk to them about that. Yeah. They, they saw, right, game 25 oh last year. It's a, it's a different animal than playing high school AAU big, stuff. Big for, time, right. big uh, time. You know, it's your job to be political, first of all. It's our job to break you out of that, <laughs> so don't worry about that. Um, you know, you're in a unique situation because of because of when Jody took the Washington job and yes. then a couple of the recruits going with her and how many sure. seniors they graduated last year. JJ and I told you it's like, I almost don't even count this season. And I, and I know as a coach and players, you guys don't feel that way. But you came in, you know, kind of late in the cycle. 
You had to find some kids late in the cycle. Sure. And this really is the first full offseason. This is really sure. the first full year you guys have had. So how different is it and how much more, obviously not relaxing, but how much more stable do you guys all feel since you had a full offseason? Yeah, together? yeah, so much more stable. I mean, to have kids that kind of understand who you are and uh, expectations. Um, you don't have to go, hi, I'm Jeff. Uh, we got a game in a month, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, it's, it, you know, people don't understand you to just – just everything to explain and have to break down and create every single thing from academics to expectations on the floor, ex expectations, locker room, expectations in a weight room and to show them. I mean, it, it's just a lot. So to have the, you know, your student athletes have gone through it, you know, even with Martina and, and AG and Arion, I mean, they've seen it from Jody and Derek, but they haven't seen it from our staff. So for them to have to make that transition, it's just so much smoother, man. And, you know, so it, it just makes things run a little bit smoother, and uh, we have the leadership's a little different, you know, because, uh, you know, they know what to expect. That being said, you have a lot of players starting in the same position, coming from the same position. You know, everybody kind of coming in being like, okay, everything's wide open. You know, go get yours. There are no fifth-year seniors oh, who are no. going to lead this team. That, you know, you kind of got to build your own personality oh, for your program. Man. What type of person, not just an athlete, what type of person were you looking for when you hit, went out and hit that recruiting trail for the first yeah, time? Yeah, more than anything, there's someone that, um, that uh, was passionate uh, for the game of basketball, you know, that wasn't afraid to be challenged, you know, um, on and off the floor, you know, not, not shy away from, you know, the, you know, our vision and our goal to kind of, be one of the best mid-majors eventually, you know, when it's all said and done, we want to be able to compete every year at the top of our conference and across the country, we want to be able to compete and you have to get, you know, find young ladies that have that chip on their shoulder, you know, and they're not afraid of the challenge and uh, obviously, you know, with the physical things, the versatility, the athleticism, but I think the intangible things are very important for the mid-major level, you know, you, you have to be able to develop and if they don't have the mindset and the, the inner intangible things that want to develop up and be pushed then it doesn't matter how the, what the potential is and how good they are they're always just you know underachieved to me or, or, or stay stagnant so we have young ladies who are hungry and, and we have young ladies who were recruited by some bcs schools and the higher low you know the really good midman they decide to come to long beach because they believe in what we're doing you know so I think you've done it. I mean, it's a testament to you and your personality and your ability to connect with the kids that I do feel like, based on the level of talent you've had come in, you can see kids buying into that even before, like, even before you guys had done it on the court. You know what yeah, I mean? And, that, yeah. and, and it is that weird balance, right? Because you have to get kids that can win before you can win and then oh get other kids gosh. that, right? So, yes. so, you know, how do you do that? You guys obviously finished the season strong last year. This year you're picked to finish, I think, about halfway up the conference from where you finished last year. Yes, um, yes. So you can see that build. But what are your expectations and your hopes for this year in particular as part of that building process? Sure. I, I think it's first and foremost is a culture. You know, is uh, continue to build on the culture we want. I think foundationally, if you can have something to stand on, then you can actually build. You know, and continue to build. And um, I think you know, last year, like you said, like we were, went through that losing streak. Yeah. And the environment and the energy didn't change in the in in our practices and in, in the locker room. And I said a lot about you know the growth of our young ladies and the maturity and well you guys kept and, playing defense which i feel like usually and, it often doesn't happen when teams are going through, right it's just like well man if we're gonna lose this anyway let me get some shots up and you we know. were right there i mean as you, you could see that i mean arizona like 
probably a perfect storm. We played our perfect game, you know, and um, but then we went back into just trying to figure out who we were. Right. I mean, even as a staff, just the whole program trying to figure out. So as a staff, we had to figure out what does it take to win? And I think as the season went on, we're able to figure it out together. And I just hope to build on that. I think we have the potential and the, the talent, you know, and it's still young, but we have the potential to build on it and, and uh, kind of those games where we were right there like we did at the end of the season, we can win those games and find that, figure out how to win those games. And I think that had to do with that adversity. You know, we weren't tough enough early on to deal with that adversity, you know, within the game. You know, when, you know, they went on a run and things didn't go our way. It's just, it takes a different, you know, you have to have that mental toughness and grit and uh, you have to be resilient. And we just didn't have that early on. You know, I think CC. If she was as healthy as we needed her to be, I think it would have been a different. But I think we have that. We're, we're, most of our kids are healthy, if not all. You know, we have one that is, you know, dealing with some things. But for the most part, we're healthy. I think we're that's huge. Hungry, yes. I mean, I don't care. I mean, throughout this, you need luck, you know. And everyone, everyone <laughs> right. says we need to get lucky. They're really talking about staying healthy, <laughs> right? You know, if if you can stay, we can stay healthy. I mean, uh, I think we can play a lot of people this year. We have some pretty good, uh, you know, newcomers coming in and. Uh, and they've transitioned pretty, pretty uh, seamlessly. Hit on some uh, of those newcomers. Who who should fans be you know, looking out for? Well, Sydney Bordadero is a, 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 a fifth year who will have two years to play. She graduated, in, you know, uh, in three years uh, from Pepperdine, you know. So she'll have two years to play here, and she's played Division One basketball, and it makes a she, difference. She looks more. like a Division One basketball player. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she loves hoop. Um, she loves people. She just she fits our culture, and she, not just our program, but just Long Beach, you know, and she's all about family. And But she, she's, it's a, it's a, you guys know, it, it's so different when you get someone who's played in Division One basketball games. They just bring an experience, and she's competitive, she's tough. She just brings a, a certain type of maturity and leadership to our program, which we, we need being so young, you know. You've also got one of the top players in the conference coming back in uh, Shanaja Davison, who, I mean, you and I probably talked about her a hundred times last year. I'm a huge fan of her game, <laughs> and, it's, and it's awesome to me to see an athletic score at Long Beach State because to me that's the that's the most exciting part of women's oh basketball and obviously she's a different level of kid than you know than had been in here uh, in some of the previous years so how excited are you for her I said you know she was unanimous preseason all-conference sure. pick right um, do you feel like I mean as you talk to the community do you feel like you can almost like sell her a little bit like hey we got one you got to come see yes, you yes, know what I mean like yes. she's gonna do great things this year and of the next course. few years I mean you you know you you, you you've been around you guys have been around it to know what a player looks like and Shanae's is just a special talent you know I'm mean, even coaching at Cal Berkeley in the Pac-12 and you have Brittany Boyd you have the Rashawn you have these kids that stand out and she's she just stands out because of her God-given ability um, for her it's you know not you know uh, being complacent and just saying you know I know I'm good right you know I know I could I could score. do it in the big west right, right. I could go right. buy this girl or exactly. whatever exactly right. <laughs> you know she wants to do you know she wants to be special she wants to do things after college and in order for her to do that you know we're teaching her and mentoring her where it takes more than you just showing up to practice you have to watch film you have to get extra work in you're gonna have to do even more than the your teammate who's doing more, you know, if you want to play at the next level. That's, that's kind of an interesting dichotomy because we, I mean, we've talked with Dan Munson a lot about like almost every NCAA men's basketball player in America thinks that they're going to play. Game, <laughs> oh right? my goodness. And, 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 the, and the reality on the, on the women's game is even though it's so great that the WNBA has developed into, uh, into a, a bigger and a more stable league, 
most most women's basketball players that I covered, they don't they don't feel that way, right? Yes. They're coming and they, they want their education and they want sure. a great college experience. But do you, does that kind of help keep a chip on Sinead's shoulder if she's thinking about that? It I mean, does. does that kind of keep her in that like hungry, unrecruited kind of a mindset? Yes, 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 it does. I mean, she's very competitive. She feels like she can play anywhere in the country. Uh, but more than anything, I think she just wants to get the most out of her ability. Wherever that ceiling is, she wants to reach that ceiling. And we talk about the reality of it, you know, of, of uh, you know, women's basketball after. And there's are some women who are making a great living doing it. Uh, but even with that, the ball starts stops bouncing. So what we try to get her to see is, hey, you have to take your academics seriously and you have to think about life after basketball as well, which is tough for her right now. As a sophomore, basketball is everything. She's a kid, man. When, oh, you, when you were 19, God. you weren't thinking about oh, life after basketball. I don't know if I was thinking about that at 21. <laughs> you know, I, I was one of those guys that thought I'd be playing. <laughs> Reality said it real quick. But um, but but it's what we try to do with our student athletes are, you know, we start to have that dialogue, you know, and even though it Winning's important and basketball is important, but what's more important is their growth as women, young women, and you know, figuring out how to use this platform, you know, to uh, you know, uh, you know, prepare themselves for life after life after basketball. Two quick things before we let you go. One, I know we've talked about this before. The team picture that's gone around <laughs> here. It was taken for the uh, oh, for the school for the school website. It's ever been done. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, it's awesome. It looks straight out of a family Ma family yeah. matters episode. Uh, so when are you guys doing your sitcom? But more <laughs> more specifically, um, that's a group of girls who in that picture look like they were best friends. And some of them, like you guys took that months ago, some of yeah. them had just met. Yeah, this group just kind of come together quickly. They just come together so quickly. I mean, uh, our we signed our uh, 18 class pretty early, and um, and they committed pretty early, and they got on tech group chat right away. And then Justine, I think, was the last one of those freshmen, and she just it was seamless. She just fell in. They're, I'm just telling you the the culture and the type of young ladies that that we've they're just they fit what we're trying to do and um um yeah i mean they got here in the summer and they were hanging out the older kids were taking them to taco night come over you know let's go movie night <laughs> awesome. and we're gonna we're gonna get dressed i mean it's just our older kids are, are taking on the things that we have um tried to you know right. create and establish as far as our culture and they're making it their own they really it becomes special when they take ownership over it where they right. truly believe in the vision and believe in the family and they do you know and they're they're taking ownership and they're making it you know greater than i i, I ever imagined so Talking yeah. about taco night, I want to go back to college, man. <laughs> um, We're just talking about <laughs> All right, before we go, we do this every week. One recommendation, TV, movie, music, oh, man, book, I love movies. Any, anything, anything that you've seen that you think LB Nation Ooh. needs to see. You know, um, I, I just read a book. It's called Lead for God's Sake. And um, the generation is so different, you know. And back when I was coming up, and you, uh, we were coming up, it was just teach it, just across education. Whatever was, you know, you do what I say, not what I do. You know, it's hard. You know, knows. You know, you love tough or tough love, and uh, you know, this book really gave me a different perspective. You know, and I. I, can, I think I'm kind of a little more progressive than, you know, I, I come from the old school, so I still have that, those roots. I would say you're a good balance coach. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I try to be. I try for to be. Sure. And I think you need that. I think, 
you know, you have the, these young people, you know, you know, they have to know the, the why, you know, uh, but still there has to be some accountability. So how to do that is, uh, as you can see across the country, <laughs> it's a lot we're struggling with it, our, sure. our generation struggling with it. So um, I think for parenting, as well as it's just always oh, a really good book. And leads it, for God's sake. Leads for God's sake, yes. Okay. No, yeah, I like yeah. that, and I like that approach because JJ and I always laugh about that. We'll get, especially like like older football coaches, you know what I mean? Oh, these kids, you know, it's like you, you want to make them run for two hours and they're throwing <laughs> up or whatever. You're just like, oh, the kids want to be treated like human beings. Yes. Oh, how horrible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coach, get out of here. you got like two really big things to plan. Let's bring Andy back onto the show. Uh, great talk there with uh, Coach Cam. And you've, you've got to be very confident in a growing program with somebody as energetic and into it. Dynamic. As Jeff Coach is Cam. A dynamic coach. He's unbelievable. I'm ready to run through a wall. <laughs> All right. So like we did with Coach and we do every week, we're going to do some recommendations. Andy, what you've been watching, what you've been reading, what does Long Beach Nation need to know about? I am about three chapters in to uh, the University of Nike. Nice. Uh, by Joshua Hunt. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've got a little ways to, to go to finish it. But uh, if, if you like college sports, if you like kind of the, the backstory, the inside scoop, it, it's been just an amazing read so far. But uh, amazing, amazing work by, by Joshua. Is that more of a running interest for you or a business interest for you? A little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. Yeah, you know? right up your alley. I would say that when I was up uh, at Oregon for the NCAA track championships, I did a lot of eavesdropping because those stories, are they just float around in the air out there the way we talk about breakfast burritos and long breakfast. <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, Mike, do you have one? Yeah, I would recommend that the 49er shops get the gold LVC jerseys in stock so I can give them 50 Ooh. bucks. <laughs> I like that. I just like, we saw the things, like they popped up on social media and I had people texting me, like high school kids, friends of ours from college who were just like, well, I can't find a place to buy them. And I was like, yeah, there's no place to buy them right now. I'm also ready to buy one. They're working on it. They're working on it. All I right. Like well, tell them Mike Gardavasio would like it if it could be done by homecoming. So I could go. I'm not working on Saturday, so I would love to show up in a gold jersey and have a good time. What uh, what number are you going with? Uh, 49? No. <laughs> I don't, to be honest with you, I almost don't even need a number on it. It's just the I've got gold a, with the LVC is all I really need. I've got plenty of jerseys that don't have a name or a number on the back. Yeah, so I, 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 like feel I, kinda, I don't want it to look like I'm wearing someone's jersey. I just want it to be an LVC gold jersey. I want That's people awesome. to think that I'm a basketball player. <laughs> right? You need an 11 for sure. Yeah. Um, my recommendation is kind of a for the future recommendation. So over the last week, Instead of watching a bunch of scary movies, my wife and I watched old Halloween episodes from classic television shows. Oh, that's cool. From Cheers to Friends, How I Met Your Mother, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Did we you have just, a favorite? We were just dipping through. Oh. who got one that stands Who got deep pregnant? It's, it's oh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's yeah. one of my all-time favorite episodes of anything, really. <laughs> I was going to say, our shows that we watched up growing there, classic shows. I guess they are now, scary. yeah. Scary. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to that's do this with, part of Halloween. with other uh, holidays. I want to do a Thanksgiving yes. run. I want to do Christmas run. I want to make sure I dip in on every little because it's funny to not watch Cheers a lot and then just go watch a random Cheers <laughs> episode. episode. It really, it really gives you a, a, a little taste. It's a unique experience. I would also recommend everyone uh, who's listening to this go check out the new Vince Staples that came out literally the night before we recorded the podcast. Support local awesome. music. Yes, Andy, producer Roger. Everybody else, thank you so much for having us on the LB Fee Show yet again. We will talk to you again in a couple weeks. Take care of Long Beach.